Welcome back to the Not Your Average podcast. I hope you are doing well and have enjoyed the, and are still enjoying the long uh, Easter weekend and that whatever you've been doing, you've been able to rest, recuperate, get some perspective uh, to hopefully carry on the second quarter of this year with as much energy and purpose uh, and joy and peace, hopefully, as you can. So this week's episode is going to be on dealing with relational aggression. And I had many titles for this, but I wanted to really get down to the nitty gritty because I think this is something that everyone uh, has encountered, uh, particularly as an adult and within professional and non-professional circumstances. And I had different titles, but I wanted to just really look and examine at exactly what this was because this is speaking from my own experience and so I will be referencing quite a lot of the female to female uh, situation because that this is something that like many things in life we really become aware of after some time it's not something that everyone is taught or maybe you knew earlier than I did but to introduce the subject I really wanted just to say that this is not a sort of put down to anybody who is going through situations where they are the relational aggressor this is an opportunity for you to learn for you to put your behavior in perspective as we all are learning in our journeys but my goal with this episode is to empower women to empower one another rather than to criticize and to demean or in this case relational aggressive aggression be more passive aggressive and just really um subtle but calculated in the things that are being done in order to wear another person down and what i mean by this is that this is as a result of societal conditioning so we live in a world that really champions this guest mindset you know we have a you know sale only for 48 hours or you know you can only get this deal from at this time to this time or there's only so much money to go around when actually there's more and more millionaires or billionaires each year or we don't have enough food in the world we just do it's just that some areas of the world sort of hog and produce more than others so we live in this world that is programmed with guessy mindset but once you put everything in perspective and you become aware you realize that's not really the case that there is opportunities for everyone to win yes there may be a finite amount of jobs yes you may be one of 100 people applying for one job but that doesn't mean that there's only that one job ever in life there's other ones so those are just some practical examples i wanted to use and the reason why i start with that is because women have been programmed to see one another as competition, not for um, resources or sort of academic achievements or for professional achievements, but for the attention of men, for social positioning, um, for popularity. And what that does is that it creates a discord in what we call the wounded feminine throughout the ages. So you sometimes encounter people whose even own family members are less than happy for them if they seem to sort of be getting more attention or more accolades or even if they're beauty beautiful because that is currency for women as much as we'd love to say it isn't that is currency for women and so 
at Not Your Average, I really want to champion this idea and this principle that here we are women who are above that average. The average is we're going to be hostile to beautiful women. We're going to sort of block anyone who we feel threatened by, or we're going to start to disparage a woman's character, which is something that I'm sure some of you, but I, I have certainly experienced from people who I have absolutely no idea who I am, but because they feel that that preemptive strike will mean that people that they deem to want attention from will dislike me or whoever I know. All of these things are not only just really sad, but they're not, they're average behavior. They're actually very low vibrational behavior. The behaviors that aren't indicative of girls with um, a sense of confidence and a sense of security. And so my first point is that you have to understand that a lot of these behaviors come from insecurity and jealousy. It's usually not because of something that the other person has done. It's simply because they exist and one individual may be threatened or sort of triggered by the other person, especially if they feel that the other person has the same starting point and then they've gone ahead or they feel like their beauty is a threat or they feel that um, their accomplishments, they have a sense of competition. So you have somebody who may one-up you or make, uh, you know, really backhanded compliments. And people usually put those aside, but I actually want to encourage you to be women who are sharp, mentally alert, and women who have zero tolerance for this. Because what I've learned is that just as you may think, well, maybe these are your only friends or these are the only family members, actually there's 8 billion people. So when you understand that you don't have to surround yourself with people who are staying in their insecurity and jealousy because that is a choice that's a choice on their part there are many more people who you probably haven't met who will have even better intentions for you and who will be supportive and really championing you and your growth as a person as you do them because this is also about being somebody a quality woman who then is able to reciprocate that in their relational interactions And so for me, I've learned how to spot these relational sort of bits of aggression. It's usually backhanded compliments or backhanded comments. And the reason is that they're designed to make you feel insecure and to make you feel as if you have done something wrong or you're something about, usually it's looks because that's the weapon that uh, women tend to be judged on the most. They feel that's something they can weaponize against other women. But all of that is, a mirror of their insecurity you know we have this saying that misery loves company and it is so true and that birds of a feather flock together i have never been criticized or judged or bullied or um sort of maligned or had the mean girl attitude from women who are either doing better than me or women who are sort of more developed in their character or women who are confident in their look Now, I'm not judging anybody's looks because I just think that's really off limits, but I'm talking about how they feel about themselves. And so when somebody doesn't feel confident about themselves in their life, even if they may be perceived to be quote unquote ahead of you in life, they will feel that because they operate in that scarcity mindset, because they operate in that mindset of, I need to be the center of attention. I have to say that usually narcissistic people have an aversion to anybody else getting attention and, and, and anybody else 
being the sort of center of conversations in a positive way you have to understand that all of that is simply from insecurity and it has nothing to do with you so what you have to do is have mental boundaries so we're really taught you know especially as adults to have a lot of physical boundaries so personal space all that kind of stuff yeah consent etc etc but what we is the nuance and what is really more useful even in life and actually is not as easy to put in place as physical boundaries are psychological and emotional boundaries which is what you allow and that's the boundaries that you also have first and foremost with yourself so you ask yourself if this person is number 1 not someone who knows me number 1 someone who clearly exhibits kindness or a number in number 3 someone who seems to sort of be unhappy with themselves usually it starts with a comparative comment then you have the choice to go i'm actually not going to let that in because i can see that really what they're doing is having a conversation with themselves out loud and they're just directing it at me so in one way that you can combat this sense of somebody trying to project their insecurity onto you is just say i don't take it in and this is a technique that i have learned from Marissa Peer who is a very high profile therapist and she does a lot of work and you can google her um and she now lives in the US but i think i believe she worked with um she works with celebrities i think she worked with princess dan at one point but one of the things that she does really good is teach very specific and practical steps that you can use when engaging with people who may not be the best for your health so that's one of the things that you can say to yourself i don't take anything in and actually i would encourage you to apply this to even great things even compliments even things like that because you then you'll be able to tell the difference between flattery which is when someone is saying something positive to you to gauge your desire for approval and to gauge whether you have a vulnerability there and to gauge whether they can then extract something from you that's flattery it's not genuine versus a compliment which is genuine and so with a compliment you usually never question it but with some a flattery or with backhanded compliment you will always have an instinct about that and so i want you to be sober and alert and understand that this is not to do with you this is a result of insecurity and so that leads me on to my next point of developing a strong self concept now i de- talked about developing strong self esteem in a previous episode and i would encourage you to listen to that uh before you maybe go on maybe pause this and then come back to it but developing a strong self concept means that you are robust in your values and your principles because those aren't usually dictated by outside circumstances with your values and your principles they operate in external circumstances that's where you get to outwork your principles your values how you live what you will and won't allow from others as well as obviously yourself and so when you develop a strong self concept when you encounter this negativity from others especially others where you feel that they may relate to you because of their shared experiences as a woman i want to break that bubble because again <laughs> we speak the truth in love here that just because somebody is of the same uh, sort of gender as you doesn't mean that they actually will advocate for you particularly if you possess qualities or support you should i say 
particularly if you possess qualities that make them feel insecure. And so this is why a strong self-concept is key. So usually people will comment on what you wear, what you say, what you do, as a way to sort of, again, project their insecurities. But when you have a strong self-concept, you take that as a compliment. You take that as, you know, you that they're spending their time on you and then you know that you don't need to retaliate, you don't need to respond, you don't need to give it any energy, you don't need to give it any attention because it's not at your level. You know, I think it's really key that, that you remember what is it that you answer to. That can be one of your principles that you only respond to things that will add value to your life and add value to the person. So if something is negative, why would I why why would I respond to that? Ask yourself what type of woman that you want to be. Would a woman who is embodied in her feminine energy but also a woman who is alert and astute and is goal driven and is passionate about life and is just grateful in general? to have an opportunity to live each day would she respond to this no so this is about having a strong self-concept about who you are as well one of the things that you can do to develop a strong self-concept is saying affirmations so before you enter into any relational space before you even meet another human being um at the start of your day i would encourage you to take five to ten minutes to really say back to yourself probably in a preferably in a mirror the kind of woman that you are, the kind of person that you are, saying that you are love, which is true, that you are purpose, which is true, you're not here by accident, and for any of you who do believe so, then, you know, I respectfully disagree, of course, we're all able to have our own views, but I believe that we're all here for a purpose, you know, take the time to sort of say the life that you want as if it's the present tense. So be grateful for what you already have. Be grateful that you are surrounded by positive people. Be grateful that you're surrounded by confident, secure women and men in your professional and personal life. Say that again, because even if your reality may not be reflecting that currently, when you have a strong self-concept, the way you then behave will then align with that strong self-concept. But if you don't have a strong self-concept, then the negativity and the relational aggression of others will influence how you see yourself, which is their goal. The goal is to make you feel less than, but if you have already developed within yourself, if you, I always say, if you get ready, if you are already prepared so you don't have to get ready, you stay ready so you don't have to get ready, then when you find yourself in that environment, you're like, oh, okay, great, okay, I know how to deal with this. Or that's that's funny. You just find it amusing because it's such a waste of precious time on this earth. So when you have that strong self-concept, your behavior will then go according to that. You will be able to smile at people who really don't want to see you smile. You will be able to go after your goals. You'll be able to ruminate less and ruminate is just overthinking again and again without coming up with solutions. So it's not thinking about a problem. It's you then controlling how you view yourself because that's what you can control. You can't control how other people view. You can't control what they say, they don't say, how they behave. And when you know that a lot of people are not, I wouldn't say a lot, but just a vast majority of people are unhappy And so they want to share that unhappiness with someone. And they feel sometimes that, okay, who can I go to who's a person who I feel is, won't challenge me? And usually, unfortunately, it will be uh, a woman. 
And so it's important to grasp this. And I wish I'd learned this when I was 20. <laughs> this would have made things a lot easier and would have made my ability to follow my instincts and my just ability to remove people swiftly. However, I have fully learned this and I'm very swift to remove any sort of negative and energy either whether it be professionally personally whatever I'm doing is I don't tolerate that because life is too short number one and also the other person's not going to learn anything about themselves or the world or how to just generally grow up if they don't have any consequences to their actions they will continue on and they will continue targeting other women which is always just really sad as I always say but develop a strong self-concept have a self-concept of yourself where you go no I know who I am and I'm not letting anybody sway me from that or I know how I like to take care of myself if you call that high maintenance that's fine I know how I like to dress if you think that's glamorous fantastic thank you for the compliment I will carry on doing the same thing because really it's when somebody wishes they could do the same thing but they just feel like they can't so instead of actually raising their level of standards they want to sort of denigrate yours they want to put down yours they want to say that you're doing too much well as I said in a, in a recent Instagram post so don't forget to follow on the at the style symphony on Instagram as I said on a recent Instagram post if you're too much let them look for less and this goes for all areas of your life this leads me on to my third point so understand that it comes from insecurity number two is to develop a strong self-concept and number three you know release yourself from other people's opinions and I have talked about this before but one thing you can do as I said is not be determined or swayed by both good and negative comments so you just take them it is what it is when you have an it is what it is attitude towards what people say then you won't be so affected by it because you will be someone who focuses on actions, energy, and patterns of behavior. That's really what matters when it comes to interacting with other people. So when people's words don't match their energy, when people's words don't match their actions, when people's words don't match their character, you don't. it's not a big deal because you haven't allowed yourself to be taken on a roller coaster of emotions from somebody being nice one minute and sort of horrid the next because that's also another way of relational aggression is to seeing how quickly can you recover from me being Jekyll and Hyde so when you release yourself from other people's opinion you're just able to say great okay release when you release that and you release people the ir- the irony the complete irony is that more people will be drawn to you because they see that you're not attached you're not attached to them their presence their opinion you know and detachment i always say is not apathy apathy is the worst thing it's when you don't feel anything when you don't care about anything including yourself as well as others and that is a dangerous place to be but detachment means that you can be able to be grateful for the here and now be hopeful and working towards the future and learning from the past but you're firmly in the present but you understand that as i said this is why developing a strong self-concept is key 
that you, who you are is not determined by anything external. So when you do that, you have a sense of detachment and go, if this goes this way, then great. If it doesn't, I'll still be great. I'll still be okay. I'll still be able to make it through. And then when you can, one thing you can do to remind yourself of that and to let go of people's opinions is to tell yourself, what's my track record with myself? What is your track record with yourself? Whatever you've been able to overcome and walk through and live through and being able to survive it as well as thrive despite the opinions of others. Whatever you've been able to achieve despite anybody's opinions. Whatever you've been able to cultivate within yourself, the intangible things even, maybe a sense of peace, maybe a sense of purpose, despite what anybody else thinks. So really remind yourself of that and release other people's opinions. Make yours opinions, and as a believer myself, I believe God's opinion is also first and foremost. So make those opinions the most important because if you don't, other people will make their voices uh, the leader in your life. And that is something that, my dear, you do not want, particularly if you're surrounded by individuals who do engage in relational aggression. And this leads me on to my next point is remove um, frenemies and focus on your goals instead. And what I mean by that is because women have been taught that overt aggression is a bastion of masculinity it is what men are allowed to do it's one of the few emotions that society itself has decided that men can express however it's not something that women can there's lots of articles on female anger um i won't even go into the nuances of uh, how that relates to the to black women and the stereotypes that unfortunately exist uh, usually across the board is actually a tool of silencing so if we steam anger as bad then it's more of a silencing tactic whereas it's not really being angry that's bad it's actually what you do with it like with any emotion even with excitement you could be excited and you could sign on the dotted line and then you wake up tomorrow morning and you're like hmm i wish i had not done that or bought that or whatever so again it's finding an emotional equilibrium where you're able to really Yes, experience life fully, but understand that you are fully responsible for the choices that are within, especially within your control. And one of those choices is removing frenemies. So if you have people in your life who you are unsure about, people who make friends with people who do you wrong, people who don't support you, people who are not there for you, excuse me, in your most sort of either important times or the most life-changing times or the most devastating times you don't really need to overthink those kind of situations you just have to tell yourself again that leads to my next point just release things release things with a sense of gratitude for what you've learned and release things and people to be who they can be again that's a form of detachment when you let things and people be who they are you're not detached you're not defining yourself by your attachment to them you're not defining yourself by their behavior or non-behavior towards you you're not taking on that relational aggression instead you're focusing on your goals women who are goal orientated vision orientated purpose orientated do not have time to hate on other women we just don't whether you are busy raising your family whether you are busy doing a phd whether you're busy starting a business whether you are working that nine to five whatever it is you're doing if you are 
sort of building a life of that you are excited about and you're taking those steps day by day you don't have time to hate on other women because you see that no one else is your competition you are your competition the you that is yesterday is your competition that's really what matters and so i would encourage you to get rid of your frenemies because what happens when you do that is that you release you stop wasting mental energy and the mental energy that you waste worrying about all these things what they said what you could have said and frenemies just can't be people in close to you they can be either family members they can also be colleagues and co-workers they can be people that you meet in as you go about your hobbies just release that and understand that again back to my first point jealousy and insecurity from others is not your responsibility so it's always from that standpoint so with that you just wish those individuals well particularly if they are other women because no doubt we will have shared experiences that we'll have faced but if that's not a woman who can recognize the strength of that then you need to release that and have your goals first and foremost in mind because when you have something to focus on you'll also psychologically and emotionally won't be focusing on the negative and my last point in this is you know gain some perspective all of these things um you know for example i was listening to a podcast recently and the, and the presenter just said you know in an office environment you know if a woman's beautiful or in any kind of environment it can be even in a gym or uh you know it can be even in the schoolyard when the yummy mummies come to pick everyone up whatever it may be if there's a beautiful accomplished intelligent woman all the other women will gang up and you know you know make her life difficult and i thought how sad but then i thought how eye opening because this is something that i've realized in the past couple of years and it's so funny because we we realize and we have our eyes open to very di- various different things in life but one of the things is that when you gain perspective is that you put things in their proper place you put people in their proper place you understand that again this has nothing to do with you and that you are not going to be a perpetuator of that you're not going to neither let these things penetrate you internally but also you're not going to start being a mean girl because that's how what you think makes you look tough you know i always say that disrespect is the preserve of the weak so i will leave you with that to gain some perspective and understand that your whole life is bigger nobody ever hates on somebody who's doing better than them no one heckles the person in last place on a race they always go for the person who's winning the one who's in first place so if you're receiving any of this relational aggression understand that you're in first place in some area of your life or your spirit your very being is shining in a way that is so bright that they may not be able to withstand it so understand that sometimes when you are in ocean you can be around people who have paddle capacity and that's something that you have to accept so gain some perspective acceptance and understand that and have the sort of faith to wait for the friendships where they do celebrate being somebody who levels up their mindset their lifestyle their health all of those things and they, they we don't see each other's competition because we're not we're really not no one can be you you are an individual masterpiece is one of a kind scientifically there's no one like you so as women we have a responsibility to 
come together and to see one another as our greatest allies and our greatest help. And whilst that is a hope of mine, I hope these tools help you deal with the reality of relational aggression and become and continue to be and continue to be the example of an above average woman. Share with this anyone in your world who's experiencing any of this. Um, as ever, follow us on social at the Style Symphony for everything style, beauty, wellness, and personal development. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.